Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Grasping at Straws. I'm Jason. I'm Kevin. And guess what? We got more people! Woo! Yay! Hello, Governor! <laughs> Hello there, I'm Kate, and I am trying a British accent today. Um, I'm Mike, and I'll be talking like a normal person. Not a big <laughs> wow. guy. Wow! By not well, doing a made-up made accent. British isn't made up, it's a real place, <laughs> bro. <laughs> also, uh, that was rude. Uh, I think for any of our listeners that have an accent. From across the pond. It's fine, you don't have an actual British accent, neither does Kate. Listen, I am an actress, and I would like to... <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Well, according to Kevin, not a very good one, remember. It's not, it's not a Kate and Kevin episode if uh, I don't say that you're a, not an actress. Well, then. I thought it was not a popular a actress. famous actress. Famous. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> we are here today for episodes 17 and 18. I mean, why don't we do a, a little recap of what had happened? In we 17. did some riddles and fought some fights. We did some riddles. And fought some fights. A little bit of riddles. A tidbit of riddles. <laughs> a bit of riddles. So yes. Episode 17, you guys had just arrived at Nine Eves and had fought those weird globby things that were in the vestibule. You start off in the vestibule, move in to the next room immediately to be set upon by Bloodseekers. After dispatching them pretty quickly, honestly... You heard word from mm-hmm. the talking portrait at the top of the stairs. Told you that you had a bunch of riddles to answer, that you had to basically answer in order to get some hints about what was going on at the house. Very difficult to try to keep an episode with nothing much visual about it. But you guys had your riddle with the numbers that were mirrored and such. Who got that riddle, by the way? You eventually did. I believe it, you, after, it was you, Kevin. Uh, after a hint from Mike... A accidental hint that had nothing to do with the actual answer. It directed your it thoughts. directed me into the <laughs> It directed your thoughts. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Into the microphone, please. We're going to shit talk. welcome, bitch. <laughs> there we go. Sure. sure. Eat it, pussy. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So you <laughs> answered that. Right so you answered that <laughs> riddle. Got some information. Got the next riddle. You had to go out into the garden for. Garden uh, of what? Garden of Eden? No. Garden of Nine Eves. Idiot. <laughs> Yeah, there found the chalkboard. He had to circle digits to add up to twenty-three, or circle numbers to add up to twenty-three. There you was a creature out there. Six digits, right? Yeah, you could circle six numbers, add up to twenty-three. I know Clay was trying to figure it out. Kevin's like, "Let me see it," then just walked away. I don't remember you actually taking the chalkboard off of him, but somehow you handed it to or showed it to the uh, picture anyway. And then you turn it in, and Mike's sitting there, is like doing something, saying, "I think I got it." Like <laughs> after you're basically already ready to turn it in. I think I think Kipler also sat there and tried to figure it out after we solved it. She's like, I'm just in the garden trying to figure that out. I'm like, we already solved it. Uh, like, yeah. Ki- Kipler really likes garden. That's a druid, yeah. Yeah. And I think that pretty much covered that one. Except you made you made your way upstairs and found some rooms. I wanna say we found um a gambler set or a drinker set, something like that. And was this ep- this episode? I found the uh, origami grasshopper. Yeah, yeah. Which I love finding random things and take. I believe that's called thievery. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't have any necessarily co-gming comments for this time. See, I told you I'd get better. Clay does call out during the episode though that you're rushing me trying to do shit. <laughs> That's that's 
pretty much what I have for it. It was just a bunch of basically you guys trying to figure out riddles, raffle stomp in the two fights that were there. Raffle stomp. Raffle stomp? Is it raffle or waffle? What is raffle stomp? R-O-F-L. Oh, okay. Rolling on the floor laughing. Stomp. Stomp. Raffle stomp. Raffle. Great. (laughs) This is great content. Thanks, Kate. Glad you're here. (laughs) Second episode today that you're killing it. (laughs) Well, thank you. Ferda was the first, by the Uh, way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Point six. (laughs) Don't even start with that shit. (laughs) Yeah, that... There wasn't really a whole lot that happened. It was just a bunch of you guys trying to figure out riddles. Yeah. But, I mean, you did. You figured out both the riddles. Cheerio. And then, moved on, went upstairs, tried going in one door. It was locked. It's like, well, I guess we're going the other way. That's when you went up, found the weird shit, the gambler's kit and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Opened the door to the room that was covered in paper, and then the buzzing started. Yeah. I think where we ended it, right? Well, maybe, but this is like into episode 18, like yeah. you guys are in that room, and basically we roll initiative, and Organa just like leaves the room and closes the door. It's like, okay, you guys search around, you can't find anything where you are, it's like, there's only one way to go. So you open the door again, see the desk in there, which you know you need to get into a desk, and... For, well, a key. For the key, yes. Yes. And then that's when this shit happened. I hate this room, by the way. I hated this room. Uh, one of the big notes I have here. Rosvin starts a fire in the library. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I just said I hated this room. I have a torch. I dropped the torch in the room covered in paper. Okay. Well, that's not quite how it happened. It's I dropped the torch and you're like, roll a percentile. Or you rolled it or whatever. And I was like, why? And you're like, well, you burned all these papers. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to put out the fire. Well, to be fair. To be fair. I believe that he did have mentioned that it was a library. Oh, yeah. So, perhaps, maybe, don't drop fire in a library. Mm, Perhaps. (laughs) Mind your fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Okay. (laughs) Um, Do you have any other notes? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you guys got pretty fucked up in here. Number you went down a number of times. Fucking, we have... Cosma fucking staying in there to keep the other people alive. Finally being like, you know, showing that paladin side a bit much there, a bit more than normal. So I, I remember uh, when I was editing it, he was like, oh, I can do battle medicine too. Oh, but that's going to gonna, that's gonna be my last action. I have to stay in here. So he, he like, I saw the mental process that he went through. He was like, oh, I can save Kipler and Rosman. And there was like a pause. Like he was going to be like, Nah, I'm leaving the room. And then he, he did heal. But I correct me if I'm wrong, but did he leave at another point with one of us or multiple of us in the room? Because I thought I thought I remember a point where he was like, yeah, I'm GTFO and, and like Kipler's in there dying. And he bounced. What else is new? I think he said he was going to, like he was trying to GTFO, but something prevented him from doing it. Or and I think, and I think he... Him or someone else, uh, maybe Clay, possibly. I Clay dragged her out of the room. Dragged her out of the room because she went down again. But oh, you know what? No, I think I'm trying to remember. I think everyone was out of the room, maybe, or something was going on. He left, and then Kipler went back in the room. I do remember that. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I did. Uh, Kipler did not go back into the room, um, unless someone else was in there already. Mm. 
I don't know. See, I know Cosmo was in there. I, I just listened to this 12 hours ago, and I don't recall. Yeah, I, I edited it two days ago, and I don't recall either. Yeah, I know the plan. I remember him saying we need to GTFO. But he was saying in there. Because it was fucking... after he healed both of us, too. So I know it's a different thing. But, like, I don't know if he actually left. Yeah, because he ran out of he ran out of action to stay in the room to heal both of you. But then it wasn't then. It was, like, later on that he was like, I'm bouncing. I do remember. Um, I had two actions that I had used. And then for my third action, I loaded my crossbow. Instead of instead leaving. Instead of leaving the room. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and then he fucking left, right? And about four minutes later, uh, someone was like, hey, you probably should have left the room instead of loading your crossbow. I was wondering when she was going to slip back into the accent, too. Because the loading the crossbow wasn't in the accent, and then you slipped back I into to- it. I told you, it, yeah, it is it a British-American accent. Yeah, it comes I'm goes. working on it. Yeah, she speaks half British, half American. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was left in the room. By, and then Mike by left. Kipler was left. She was up. When he actually left the room. Correct. But that's correct. She was supposed to leave and didn't follow the plan, so that's her fault. Not. It's <laughs> not yet. That's. I mean, that's fair, but you still shouldn't have left. She no, it's, it's okay. Oh, I'm not going to die because someone else is being stupid. Left, even no, though okay. she didn't Me make... throwing my life away because someone else is being dumb doesn't help anything. That's literally first into battle, last out. You're no, supposed not. to throw your life away for your partner. Not You're throw not your supposed life, to but throw a life You're away. supposed to, like, protect and, like... Well, if, to be, I mean, fair. to be fair, to be fair, he he did protect Kipler. He definitely had uh, healed her, and uh, Kipler did some things and took the last action very poorly. Instead of leaving the room, she loaded her crossbow for some unknown stupid reason. That was American as fuck. <laughs> I, I, I feel I'm like definitely a, the impression that Cosma, after healing her, figured, okay, she's going to leave the room. Okay, correct. Because he ran out of actions. While you both still unconscious or whatever, you both got up, and then his next turn came around, and he left the room, and then Kipler did what Yes, Kipler definitely takes full responsibility. All right, I guess. And then you get her out. However, because of the poison that was going through her system, she died anyway. Yeah. I was going to say, when you said she dropped again, I was like, she dropped for the last time. (laughs) She didn't get back up. Good times. No. (laughs) (laughs) But there are some things in this episode that you had messaged me separately, Kevin, about some things, and I looked into them because I couldn't just let it go because it, you know, got my brain on. I was going over the rules. I was going through the message boards and shit because you had said about the swarms in there, about your hunted prey. Mm -hmm. It's like, we looked about all this stuff. It's multiple creatures. You can't hunt prey on multiple creatures. Then you said, well, I used hunted shot, but that's only allowed on hunted creatures, or on a hunted prey, mm-hmm. which I wasn't even thinking about at the time, because I figured you, know, you knew your character sheet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bring that one back. Uh, sure. However, after some more digging and reading and such and all that, uh, I'll actually bring up the Exhibit A. <laughs> exact quoting from the rules here to make sure everything is correct. It's in the rules. Uh, no, actually, Kevin. Hello, governor. <laughs> a swarm is a mass or cloud of creatures that functions as one monster. The multiple creatures is only for mental effects. Oh. So does that also mean that his um, retributive strike would yes, work? Yes, his retributive strike would also have worked. 
I believe we uh, somewhat had this discussion for uh, this episode as well uh, with Organa's mental effects. We had to figure out whether they would work. Yes, those didn't work, and that is more specifically spelled out because it says mental effects on swarms don't work if for something with a hive mind type deal. But it very spe- clearly specifies in like one sentence that the mental effects don't work for those type of things. There's nothing else calling out the about abilities act, yeah. and stuff. And I think this was still a PF1 brain intrusion because you can't even attack it with normal weapons a lot of times or swarms with normal weapons a lot of times in first edition. This, they just have massive amounts of resistance to weapons, but you can still target the creature with well, these weapons. So yeah. they can be retributively striked, assuming we come across any more of them. They can be hunted prey, and well, pretty much anything else that would come up for that. Oh, her fucking single target spell that she wanted to use, that she couldn't use, would also work because it was not a mental spell. Her Kipler. Indubitably. Indubitably. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> In it. TARDIS! TARDIS! <laughs> That was, uh... <laughs> and uh, another piece that came up, Hymn of Healing. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. not at least first level spell, because later things change, obviously, as it heightens. It is two that you get of the temporary hit points right off the bat. And, they, well, it gives you fast healing, too, but then that is a separate sentence. Then when cast and each time you sustain it, it gives you two temporary hit points. So oh. it's not four off the bat. The fast healing two is completely separate. You get two temporary, and then when it's sustained, you get fast healing. So on your turn... Well, the fast healing happens when the spell is cast on you. But you get the two temporary right away, which could bring someone up from unconsciousness because you're getting two hit points. Yeah. The fast healing doesn't trigger until your turn, mm-hmm. like the start of your turn. So it's not four, it's two. So at the start of your turn, you get locked in two hit points. Mm-hmm. You would still have those two temporary on there so on your turn you have four total and then when the next time comes around to organa in this case she sustains it those two temporary restack so you're still only at four because they go away at the turn you have to sustain it to get those two temporary back and then when it's your turn again you get four real yeah, because you get two, two more for fast healing. But you still have the two temporary until her next turn, and if she stains, you still then have six, and then yeah. vice versa. Or so it's three. not four off the initial mm-hmm. blast, which I think we... Definitely did every time. We've run that a number of times that way. Yeah. But that is all I have for that episode in particular. I don't know if you guys have anything else. Mm. Uh, we can move on to some listener questions. No, we hit the two things uh, that I had. I would just like to say, uh, respect for the honesty of when I said I was wounded one to go down to dying three instead of playing it off and just doing dying two. What? What? Did you just pat yourself on the back? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure what was going on there. Respect for myself because I was honest and said, you know, I'm really at dying three right now. Uh, yes. If we're doing well, that That is definitely route, one thing you guys need to really get better at the healing. If, if I will say, if we're going to pat ourselves on the back, respect for me for being like, I have to go get my bow 
because I didn't assume that I picked it up, which is something we don't do. We don't assume. So, <laughs> so want a pat on the back for remembering to pick up your weapon that you discarded? Uh, we are giving for the ourselves. not assuming part, Mike. We are giving, not, yeah. giving ourselves yeah. pats on the back right now. We all do that though. We well, never are weapon, giving but... ourselves pats I on the back I literally dropped right my now. bow and walked away. And usually we would be like, oh, I pull my bow out. It's assumed that I would pick it up because I, I didn't. I ran and got it. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I'm patting myself on the back because I don't assume. Pat on the back, sir. You don't have anything to pat on. <laughs> Wait, would you like any, do you have any self-congratulations you'd like to put out? I'm awesome. I'm going to heal the party. That's all up again. <laughs> all even, of us, though. You can fuck that up. You, you didn't keep all of us up. Oh, yeah, good. Leave the room when you're supposed to. Yeah, Rosman with Listen his, to the uh, plan. his battle medicine stuff. Me- probably referring to Organa, who didn't need you to keep her up. She and runs also, I don't believe there was a plan communicated. No, there <laughs> never is. And it was just people had thought. We had assumed, which we don't do. <laughs> we had assumed that everybody was on the same page, and apparently we were not. Like All, all through that, too, one drawer in that desk was searched. <laughs> <laughs> one. To be fair. Uh, to, to be fair. Bear. I was the one that searched it. Yes, <laughs> so, right after you started lighting the library on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great plan. Those wasps would have died if Free whole... action to drop my flaming torch on the ground covered in paper in the room that's made yeah. of paper. Yeah. <laughs> it, yes. I lived Veronica, with it. We know. Hey, hey, it could have been like, oh, yeah, you're right. That is paper. I don't do that, but I ate it. I was like, yep, I did it. I'm going to put the fire out and I'm going to pick it back up. Yeah, there was no option for that. I ate the mistake. Hand off the chess piece. Yeah. Or in this case, the torch. The torch, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a British laugh. Oh. Teehee. Teehee. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Teehee. But now that we do have Mike and Kate here, we can right, move on to, <laughs> to some listener questions. Which one would you like to go first? Sure. All right. For Mike, one slash Cosma. What tenants... Does the paladin follow? Lawful good tenants, which are you must act with honor, never taking advantage of others, lying or cheating. You must respect the law, the lawful authority of legitimate leadership wherever you go and follow its law. Uh, do you want to go on to the, uh, the tenants of uh, the Ioma Day? No, that's not what they Because you don't know them? Okay. <laughs> oh, I think Kevin really wants to share these tenants with you, though. <laughs> he does. He thinks he's he thinks he's cool, and already tried to get my character in trouble for stuff he, he already proved him wrong. And so, <laughs> who would he get your character in trouble? <laughs> for the whole, oh, he left Kate there to die. No, Kate didn't fall. What the do plan. you mean in trouble? <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He makes underhander Puzzle marks to try to, to, to try and make listen, listen, demean my character because his character is who, the least favorite people instead of the favorite. Like, well, I know Mike didn't listen to the last post show, but in the last post show, Kevin's like. I think next episode you should just make him randomly fall. <laughs> That's true. Eat it, pussy. All I'm saying is the guy literally is the one that points out every mistake and is like, "That's metagaming, Kevin." I'm like, mean, no, it's do. not, but it's metagaming. Yeah, money. Money. Tell Jay about the discussion we had earlier today, where you were trying to talking about how you want to metagame. Into the microphone. Stay want, into the microphone. You want to metagame Stop the whole premise of his character. So. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. I, I did not know where this no, was going no, no, here no, today. No, okay, okay. So you can determine whether this, Gee, is, this is really meta gaming, right? So tell me more. <laughs> Roswin's character has developed the way that it has naturally. I said to him today that I was thinking it would be really cool because, or we've talked about Organa with Clay, how he's or she's like 
super silly and spontaneous now, and eventually we know what old Organa, old older, uh, older Organa becomes, which is more serious. Future Organa. Future Spoiler. Organa becomes more. Si- it's a fucking game that came out years ago. We've yeah. talked about this plenty but, of yeah, times. Right? In the future. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've already talked about this many times. So like Organa goes from silly and spontaneous to serious and like dark. You know, dark Organa, as I called her before. So I said, Darn. now that I know and I had this idea, it would be really cool if Rosvin, as a new, you know, human, a human uh, desk walker with like no real like, I don't want to say personality, but like goes strict, strict by the book, like super serious and uh, doesn't play off of Organa like Rosvin does. And then as he grows, becomes more carefree. So while Organa goes from carefree to dark, Rosvin goes from dark or serious to carefree. So they're never like there's like a moment where they're at the same part, like mentally, like maturity wise. And I was like, oh, I thought like I was thinking about him like, oh, that'd be a really cool idea for my character to be the reverse of what she's doing. He's like, that's metagaming. I'm like making my character and deciding how I want my character to grow. You weren't, though. You were deciding a whole personality based off of another character that you don't know. So mirroring Which is a the character. definition of metagaming using outside knowledge to influence your decisions. So I'm, I, first of all, I didn't even do it. I just said it would be a really cool idea. It was you talking about, if, you said you wished you did it, which is mean you wished you no, metagamed I, again. I didn't say I wish I did it. I literally said I was thinking this would be a cool idea if it happened. No. If, if he started as serious and went to silly and she was going from silly, silly to serious and it was the mirrored, it would be really cool if the two characters were mirrored like that. And he's like, that's metagame. I'm like, I didn't even do it. No. It doesn't matter if you did it. That's- Which is worse, thinking of metagaming or metagaming? <laughs> now, that is a common trope, but the thing is with stuff like that, it'd work in a scripted show, which is where I see Mike getting his metagame thing because this is not scripted, so you'd literally have to be changing your character with Organa's changes, knowing what her changes are going to become. I said it's and same. trying to counter mirror what's going on there. We don't know how her changes are going to come about or what's going to cause them. I mean, I might, but you guys shouldn't anyway. <laughs> and if you do, that's metagame. So Kevin, we No, you guys have no. There's a stuff in the book, then there's a stuff that I do. Which he, he stole your notebook. He, he stole my brain. Yes. He wishes. I thought it's like the same thing as when people talk about their parties of what they want to have so they don't have overlapping abilities and stuff. That's also a form of metagaming. I agree with that. Yeah. And I, well, you know how that I don't like playing like that anyway. I, everyone's like, oh, well, what is everyone playing? It's like, don't worry about where everyone's playing. Especially in PF2, you really don't need to worry about it. Because anyone can heal. We've- yeah, because literally everybody can heal if it comes down to it. And sometimes with our other show, Menaces, it is come to parties where almost no one can heal and we've because no one took it and it just so happened that those were the characters that mixed up at those times and it did not go well <laughs> and and we have had that uh discussion about don't worry what everybody else is playing because that kind of does lead to metagaming yeah because you're not making your own character See, kevin you just said kevin <laughs> nothing to do with me and that's why i'm like maybe you should play your fucking character like, that's metagaming. Not following your tenants is, is as equally bad as metagaming. And speaking of tenants... <laughs> segue! Is that, is that a cool segue? Are we good? Segue. Uh, so I actually pulled up Thanks, the tenants Kate. that you no should problem. be following if you were actually role-playing. 
which you don't. Uh, first really? one, who got, who got the spoiler alert? Who got the hero points since we started giving away bonus hero points role playing? Because you finally started to role play. Did you win it at all? For the two weeks? No, because you <laughs> finally started. We, so, we set the list. Okay. So right. oh, yeah. Spoilers, Kate everyone. actually doesn't know about these rules. And who has no, swept? Don't worry, Kate, don't worry about this. Okay. Um, okay. We'll see you later. First of okay. all, because <laughs> it's super spoilery. Literally, this was said. Literally, this was said. You're getting it because the bar of you role playing is so low that you just role playing earned you. <laughs> but it's true. This that is, the, is, you that, is that was his reason for voting for yeah. Mike. Him just role playing as a character instead of uh, I. Oh, but Kevin said that, so it must not be true. Cosmo shakes his head. I mean, eighty-five percent of what Kevin says is one ear out the other because it's bullshit. That's fair. That's fair. Well, it so, can't be for you. So you can't hear out of one ear. This okay. is the first time it's actually going to be beneficial because here's your tenants that are going to go in one ear and out the other. So first, I will learn the weight of my sword. Without my heart to guide it, it is worthless. My strength is not in my sword, but in my heart. If I lose my sword, I have lost a tool. If I betray my heart, I have died. Second, I will have faith in the inheritor. That's how you say that. Yep. I will channel her strength through my body. I will shine in her legion, and I will not tarnish her glory uh, through base actions. Third, I am the first into battle and the last to leave. That's third. That's top of the list. So you have to be the first in. How how many of these like, are there? Like I do Ten. almost every Six. single time. Ten or something. Are we reading all of them? Yes. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I, I will not be taken prisoner by my free will. I will not surrender under uh, those under my command. I will not surrender those under my command. Uh, I will never abandon a companion, though I will honor honor sacrifice freely given. I will guard the honor of my fellows, both in thought and deed, and I will have faith in them. Doesn't have faith in Rosman ever. You're not a companion. I don't see you as a friend. You're not. That's yeah, not what companion means. Not, it says my fellows, not even not a fellow. You're not my fellow. When in doubt, I may force my enemies to surrender, but I am responsible for their lives. I will never refuse a challenge from an equal. Well, I guess if he doesn't think anyone's an equal, that's fine. <laughs> I will give honor to worthy enemies and contempt to the rest. I will suffer death before dishonor. I will temperate. In my actions and moderate my in my behavior, I will strive to emulate Iomade's perfection. So I am uh, pretty perfect, huh? Did that. These are God's Ten Commandments. <laughs> um, there you go. I uh, I feel like he doesn't do most of that stuff. Anyways, so. Good thing no one cares what you think, so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Was there a, a two-part to Mike's uh, listener question? Yes. Uh, how does he decide... When he thinks something is evil or not, and whether he should take action. If it's trying to kill us, it's probably bad, and I'll fight it. I don't generally just go up to things and start hitting it. Uh, if I know it's undead, obviously, oh, it's always bad. Oh, undead is always bad. Undead is always bad. Just remember that. It says I always have to put it to rest. It says I can't do it outside of combat. Lay in bed with some undead there, bro. Put them to rest. I know what that means. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't, I don't have the, the advantage Kevin does of reading the story in advance and know oh, what's going to yeah, happen. See, there the, is. Play the, the second so. it becomes about him and his decisions <laughs> as a character, he goes to a metagame joke. I, it's it's cool. Usually it's me and Kevin fighting over something, so this is new. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I mean... Well, usually it's only you and Kevin here. So. True. <laughs> that is true. So, basically, you just wait for something to attack you or be undead, is what you're saying. I mean, if I think it's bad, usually you tell things like a monstrous or something if it's evil or not. I don't I don't think the tech evil is even a thing in this anymore. Because I know it's not something I have. At least not yet anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which 
I'm sure if I did, it would something I'd have already because it's. No, Paladin's had it for free at level one in PF one, I believe. Yeah, it was a cantrip or spell like ability or something, probably. Spell like it. I don't even think it costs an action in Pathfinder one. I think it was just free. There was no actions in PF one. We had turn. There's standard action, free yeah, action, but I'm saying, move like, action, it just, yeah, immediate action. Yeah. I think it was but not swift like action. Not like the actions, like uh, an action economy. For, for um, you could still do it a full time. Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Actually, it was free. Well, you're able to smite. I appreciate the the talk, but can we not talk about Pathfinder one because I will end up confusing them again. <laughs> so <laughs> fair point. Thank you. <laughs> Doesn't Kate have a question also? Yeah. Segue. <laughs> That was more like a blunt instrument than a segue, but a segue can be a blunt interest interest segue. You good? Uh, stroke. Not the good kind. You alright? How does Kate feel about Kipler's character development? What was a turning point that made Kipler seem less like having nothing to live for to enjoying everything with the party? Um. I will definitely probably slip out of a British accent several times throughout this. Uh, oh no, this is gonna be too hard. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna use my regular voice. Thanks. And then she speaks British. What the fuck? <laughs> I fooled you the whole time. How crazy would that be since birth? Like <laughs> this whole time you were doing an American accent and nobody knew? No one knew. Je m'appelle Kate. <laughs> That's, That's French. French. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, so Kipler has definitely <laughs> Kipler has definitely um grown. Funny because she's like 70, so now she's growing. Yes. Um so I believe the uh I don't know if it's it's unnecessarily one pinpointed spot that had changed her, but she definitely feels a lot closer with uh Organa and for some reason Rosvin. Um and she she has grown because she feels like these people are people that she needs to take care of. Um Whereas she has lost many of those people before, well, all of them, and she felt as though she could not, there's no reason to live without giving her care and love to others. So she finally found others to give her care and love to. And then she died. <laughs> and then she died. And then she fucking died. <laughs> well, as we've seen a number of times already, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the end. Fair point. Spoilers. <laughs> Was there a, a... I combined. Did I cover it or no? Yeah, okay. stuff happened, and Kipler cares about us, and she's grown. Maybe, maybe you kind of skipped the first a little. You answered. How the, do I care about, or how do I like? What do you think about the character development? So you um, kind of like reverse ordered. Oh, okay. you described what it was and why you care now. Okay, but you're not. But you didn't get into the the why of the development yeah. or the what about the development. Um. So as I think I have mentioned this before, that me. Kate. <laughs> I was going to talk in third person. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. That uh, I definitely feel um, that Kipler's development is completely different than what I had thought it would be. Um, because in going into the game, uh, in this, this adventure, Kipler was definitely pessimistic. And um, I don't know if I had really thought that that was going to change. Um, but playing with 
these these characters definitely had an effect on that. So feeling like it's definitely a a difference of what I thought it was going to be, if that makes sense. And how does it feel, the change, as compared oh, to... well, I mean... You just keep asking the same question until yeah. she answers it. <laughs> how does it feel? Well, I think that this... <laughs> and how does that make you feel? I'm in therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, it definitely feels cool because it's coming from, like, a personal... Uh, sorry if it gets a little personal, guys. Coming from myself... Um, in my personal life, uh, I was diagnosed with depression, and it, it was definitely playing Kipler was kind of a way to play the character so that I didn't have to put as much work in, which is kind of shitty to say. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Pestimus, you were like, yep, that's it. I just have to exist. Like, I can put Mike's level of effort in, we're good to go. <laughs> Kind of where I was going with it, like hey, I don't really. Some more rules, bro. <laughs> it was like I don't have to put as much effort in. I can play Kipler, even though she's a seventy-year-old woman. I can play her as if like you're about the same height, though. Yeah, of course. Um, so so then coming coming into uh playing with these characters kind of relates back to like me personally playing with my my guys here around the table. Um, that I have people to love and care for. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely did not see this going this way. Right? This is what happens when we have guests. It's just not me. Usually it's just you and yeah. me yelling at each other about your rules and <laughs> co-GMing and shit. You know, not to uh, not to take the spotlight from you. Here, but <laughs> there it is. There it fucking is again. Uh, to co-GM. But, but, fun fact, though, is uh, Mike did the same thing because he picked the shitty paladin background so that he knew he just had to, you know, be a shitty paladin and, like, that, it's that's play not the, the characters. No? Oh, shit. <laughs> So he just did that on his own. All right. Uh, so, yes, I feel. <laughs> uh, he's a lawbringer? <laughs> it, it does feel pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely in a better space mentally, and uh, Kepler is as well. So uh, we have grown together. Yeah, I think I do the same thing because I'm also an idiot. So I just, Rosvin's an idiot, and I just say what I sound in my head. And I'm not crying. Me. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> All right, well, with that, I guess we can move on to probably one of the best parts, favorite, favorite parts. My favorite The part. favorite parts. My favorite parts, yeah. Kevin, uh, you know what yours is? You good? Uh, I know I usually lead the way with these a lot of times, so. You lead the way. You or go. I can pass it on to someone else. Yeah, let's do that. Round. Let's let our guests go first. Our special guests. I could guests. say mine. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part was definitely when Cosma had dragged Kipler out of the room. Um, obviously not the little bit before that where uh, Kipler dies because of the poisoning, but as <laughs> as Organa is dragging her out of the room, um, definitely is a favorite part just for character development and for game purposes. British. <laughs> I have one for episode 17. Which is the, the uh, Kevin keeps trying to make it about having one for both episodes. I tell him every I know, week but it's, it doesn't have to be both I know. episodes. I was asking a question. What? It's not like it's <laughs> <laughs> no, no this I, is co-hosting. It's different. I, I do not it's have by point. It's, I do point. not have one for episode seventeen. Thanks for asking me. What about you, Mike? Probably you know just being the badass and healing everyone, saving the day as usual. Such a non-answer. Fucking, <laughs> well, these fucking idiots every time. Every time they go do stupid things that Cosmo has to bail them out of, and then Kevin cries, and, Co- and Rosman cries, and Organa cries too, 
and then Organa runs and does something stupid to get herself hurt again, <laughs> or get us hurt because she's not there and we're down a person. And then people aren't following the plan. I don't think Organa it. cries about it. I think she fully knows what she's doing Probably. and just doesn't care. <laughs> kind of like Cosmo at this point. He's just giving up at how dumb they are and just resigned to the fact that he's with a bunch of idiots and he's out to try and keep them all. So Paladin, I resent that. A bunch of idiots. You are. I resemble that. <laughs> I resent I'm smart that. I know you're an idiot. You're all idiots. <laughs> a normal person wouldn't go there and keep getting, was it electrocuted by that fucking trap? <laughs> over uh, and you over. You mean, mean over solving again. the puzzle? Yeah, not doing the actual clues to solve the puzzle. Solving the puzzle. <laughs> did it, did, did it, did it get solved? Yes. We solved Processed the by puzzle. electrification. <laughs> yeah. Did it get solved? It did. That would have been a good episode title. Process of electrification. <laughs> that would have been a good episode title. Yeah, he's only like 17 months ahead of the fucking... <laughs> too late. Too late. Yeah, not 17 ahead. months I mean, it was like a couple of weeks ago. We're only on episode 17. 18. Oh, weeks. There That's you go. Isn't Jay. it a joke that you were in Florida or something? So it For was... six months and it kept going <laughs> up every single... We just well, lost that at one point, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know where... Probably that giant break we took in playing yeah. and then we just didn't say it, it again. It was such a good running joke, too, because it's like, oh, we're back. It's been, what, eight months from now? <laughs> Jay, what about yours? At one point, Cosma has to roll a save and he rolled, like, a six or something. <laughs> this is it! <laughs> This is, yours? Yeah, this is one of mine. I'm too- and Mike's like, oh man, I failed. I'm like, you do not Dude, fail. He's like, yeah. oh, you critically yeah. failed. And oh, fuck you, bro. Lost it. It was, that was it. That was my moment for this one. Oh god, it was such a good moment. Because he, he had hope. And as a GM, that's your job. I don't know how. Steal- I don't know how I thought it would have passed. <laughs> it was like a fucking it, 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 was, five. it was my delivery. It had to have been the delivery. It was, it was, it was, like, a, it was like a There's fucking no way five, that too. You, you were like, passed. yeah, that's a You did not fail. Oh, really? You yeah, I was like, that's, brilliant. <laughs> that that was my favorite. Well, part. brilliant. You were open for that moment. Uh, mine's from seventeen. Um, it was the I think it it was the garden puzzle. So I I solved it and I handed it to the the painting or whatever. And Mike's uh, Cosmo's like, oh, you you're not gonna you're not gonna check with anyone. You're just gonna hand that in. And then you started going with your GM stuff. And I was like, yeah, you hear that, Cosmo? That means I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a. Uh, so, any moment for me. Uh, do you have one from about episode 18? Oh, yes. Uh, so <laughs> in episode 18, Mike rolled and it was like a five. Yeah. And he's okay. like, <laughs> that was my moment. And Kipler dying. Wow. Because wow. it's a crucial Harsh. point. It's a, like, when crucial something. Crucial does not necessarily mean favorite. Right. Uh, Why would you say favorite? I mean, I guess usually when we ask a question, we do say standout moment. Yeah, but this time we specifically it's, said so, favorite moment, so it would be a standout, but it's not my favorite. I like me still. My favorite moment is if Cosmo were to die again. Permanently. That's rude. He didn't die permanently the first time. But does anyone have anything else they would like to add about these two episodes? Can we talk about previous episodes since we have people here from previous episodes? Oh, you episodes? had questions a lot of times. Uh, I didn't really have. I mean, well, I what what did you want to talk about? Um, I wanted to actually give the compliment that I gave. Oh, go for it. Oh, that would be me. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I brought it up uh, during the during the uh, six hour walk or whatever it was. Five hour, yeah. And you knew that we were going to be talking a lot about uh, between ourselves. So you pulled up riddles for the whole episode. <laughs> and it was, it kind of goes in, in kin with the whole picking the uh, pessimist just so that you can be like you. 
uh, is I, I feel like you did it because you were just like, okay, they're going to talk about character stuff. And I don't really want to get into that. So I'm just going to do riddles. <laughs> and it's going to fill. It was content. It was brilliant. It was in character. It, like I said, I said this, you know, the other episode. It was absolute brilliant. And then you used it as a tool so brilliantly that anytime anything happened that you were just not comfortable with, you just threw out another <laughs> riddle. So I was like, I was like, Kipler, why do you have a halo? And you're like, what has three legs? <laughs> and, I'm like, and then Organa jumped in and was like, no, let's get back to this. I was wondering that too. Why do you have a halo? And you're like, so in the morning, I have four legs. <laughs> And then, and, and this this one was great because it wasn't even like you as, uh, it wasn't as you as Kate trying to avoid something. It was Kipler doing it. Yeah. So you were talking about tripping Mike to check that he's undead. Oh, that's the other thing. You're fucking genius, by the way. We'll get to that. But you guys were whispering and Cosm was like, what are you guys whispered about? And you're like, we were going over riddles. What has, what's black and red and red, you know, white and red all over. And it was just like, you had it just there and it was so quick and it didn't work because he passed but like it was just perfect and it, it was just like we even Kipler you guys are like one and the same except for you're not 70 because like even Kipler was like oh this is something we got caught talking about about you so uh yeah here's a riddle and it was just the whole theme of that walk was Kate throwing out riddles to not do anything else and it was it was fucking brilliant and the other thing was uh, you uh, coming up with this brilliant idea for some reason of undead get tripped up differently <laughs> or can't be tripped or whatever or can't be tripped, whatever. And there was no fucking reason. <laughs> Organa comes up to Kipler and is like, so I'm a little concerned about, you know, Cosimo because, you know, he came back from the dead and you're like, did you trip him? <laughs> It was Clay at that point. It wasn't even Regatta. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, yeah, don't like undead get tripped up differently. And it was just like, there's no reason. But it's become such a long running joke that even in that episode, it was totally metagaming. That I didn't hear you say that, but I asked Organa the same thing afterwards. I was like, it was just too good not for me to bring it back. And now it's just a thing we ask people, like, did you try tripping them? And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? So it was my favorite episode of Kipler that's out. She was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant that episode. Well, thank you. And then it all went downhill. <laughs> she died the next episode. Oh, man. Two, two. two yeah. Oh, bloody brilliant. I think that's the it. That's the it. That's the it. That's the it in it. That's the it in it. I was, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit, look at the time. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> but yeah, that is where we are going to call this one. We'll be back for the next post show. Who the fuck knows who's going to be here for that one? Me. Well, yeah, me and you, at least. <laughs> Maybe at most. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but until next time, see you later. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>